1: Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. Happy Thursday. Jay Zawoski here with Greg Boyson. Mario is taking the day off and I laughed because someone already thumbs downed us. Thanks for showing up. It was Mario. <laughs> Jesus. That was quick. I just started the show. Well, feel free to hit that like button to offset the uh, thumbs down we got it was, already. It was, it was Mario Superfan <laughs> from Rockford. It must have been. like, oh, Mario's not on his show. Can I take your picture? Uh, oh, sure. A selfie? No, just a picture of a you. Just a picture of you. Yeah. Uh, Mario's off celebrating his wedding anniversary. He's preparing himself mentally and physically for Pearl Jam tonight, so hope he enjoys uh, his time off, his well-earned time off. So it's just uh, Greg and me today. Uh, but, yeah, smash that like button for us. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page as well. Podcast listeners, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and be sure to be following or subscribed on your preferred podcast app. That would be great. We would love that. Uh, Before we get into our main topic of the day, if you missed it uh, a couple weeks ago, the Champions Hockey League, which is underway right now, actually, introduced a trio of new rules that we've been meaning to discuss. Rank Week kind of got in the way of that, so we're going to use today's show to talk about that. But first, we have actual times and dates and moments where the Chicago Blackhawks hockey squadron is going to be on the ice playing hockey. Exciting. Six days we will be able to witness Blackhawks on ice. And this yes. is not some kind of uh, Disney-fied uh, little story about the history of the Hawks. I would go see that. Though. I'd take that right now. <laughs> I would take a bunch of like Tommy
0: Hawk mascots on ice. That's how hockey uh, – How much I miss hockey right now and something.
1: Anything. Yes,
0: it's it's not just because I missed a sport. I just need something real to talk about.
1: Yes, absolutely. All right, so here's what's coming up. Wednesday, the Hawks will practice from 11 to 1 at Fifth Third Arena. Uh, Thursday, 10 a.m. to noon. Again, this is next week, so the 13th, 14th. These are
0: the the prospects that will be going to the uh, yes Tom Curvers
1: classic in minnesota exactly uh friday september 15th morning skate at fifth third saturday there's a game against the st louis blues at the tom curvers arena in minnesota and then sunday a game against the minnesota wild that game will be streamed on the wild youtube channel if you're going to minnesota uh tickets are available and free to the public um we will tweet out that link after the show today um but hockey's here buddy hockey's here it is and more exciting than that well not more
0: exciting than that 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 would be a, a lie um but i just i did we were talking right before we went on the air and um <clears throat> we were saying like god you know it's gonna be so great to actually like get out of off-season mode and start talking about yeah things you know this coming up week is going to be fun. If you are available to go to the Fifth Third Arena, the future of the franchise is going to be out there. All Everybody from the last couple draft classes, as far as we know, are going to be there. Conor Bedard, Kevin Korczynski, Frank Nazar, Colton Dogg, Del Mastro. Al, all those guys are going to be practicing next week in, in preparation for the little quick weekend in Minnesota. And then I believe the 21st is when... The full camp is set to open, so we're right there. But what I re- what I we were talking about? God, I can't wait for real shows, including today. We only have three more shows where we have to wing it. Wow! Today, Thank God. Tomorrow, Monday, Mailbag Monday. Yep. And then next Tuesday, we have a special show planned. Can't tell you, but it will involve two important people who have been on the show before. Yes. <laughs> We've had important people on this show before. It's going to be Darren Pang and Marian Chris Foster. And Bernie been.
1: Nichols from A Forest yes. and a Bad Phone. Yes.
0: Bernie, the Pixelated Bernie Nichols <laughs> is going to join us again. But um, I think
1: you can figure out who we're talking about. We'll have more details uh, as this yeah. week and next week start. So Tuesday
0: will be like the start of like our shows about actual Blackhawk stuff. Yes. Again. Not that we haven't talked about any of that, but... There's just no news to talk
1: about. Well, I'm I'm not only looking forward to just having something to cover, but we were talking before the show, too, of like how different this year is going to be from last, where we're going to be able to talk about games, break down X's and O's, break down how players are playing, talk about the performances, because there's going to be actual guys on this team this year that matter, that that have a place in the Blackhawks' future. And yeah, last year we talked about Taylor Radish and Seth Jones and those kind of guys, but like, now with Reichel here full time with Bedard here and who knows else who's going to make the You're team. We have some young
0: defensemen playing. Yeah. You know, maybe we get 6 to 9 games of Kevin Korchinski. Maybe we nice. get 75 games of uh got that. <laughs> maybe you get uh 75 games of Kevin Korchinski. Sure. You know, you don't know who's there's going to be some training camp surprises because unlike last year where it was just kind of like, all right, that's the roster, take it. There's going to be real roster battles this year.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: There's going to be guys that were in the lineup regularly last year that are going to have to be relegated to Rockford or traded or whatever. Like, there's going to be guys, some of those bottom six guys last year, you know, Reese Johnson, Kenzie Antwistle, Colin Blackwell.
1: You know, those guys are
0: in trouble of losing a spot, losing playing time,
1: it almost feels as if they're already out and need to kind of earn their way back in. Because you bring in, you know, Ryan Donato and Corey Perry, Nick Foligno. and and, and uh, Nick Felino, and Hall. you've got Reichel and you've got Hall and you've got Bedard. That's six new players. Yeah, you flip out one for Taves, you flip out one for Kane. Fine, uh, but so four new players. Those Boris Kachuk, Reese Johnson. Colin Blackwell, Mackenzie Antwistle, No, they know. They better. They better. They better come to that first day of training camp
0: with, you know, their breezers on fire. Yeah. Because one misstep, and it's beefaroo for you all, all winter long. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a threat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> beefaroo and
0: Olive Garden, or you can go to Rockford's number one Mexican restaurant, Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Exactly. It's a real thing. Look it up.
1: Uh, Chris Dubiel says. will be an important season in terms of process development. Looking forward to not worrying about tank standings. Yes, Yes. absolutely.
0: Thank you. We have already said that. There will be no tank Mm -mm. spins this year. There will be no tank standings. We're not going to do it. This year
1: is not about... Getting Macklin Celebrini. Yeah,
0: no, I already, I've already irrationally hate that kid. <laughs> like, you guys have some of you, not all of you, some of you have already made it, like I'm tired. Of, like we don't even, we haven't even seen Connor Bedard in a Blackhawks uniform on the ice yet. We haven't seen half of these prospects yet. Can we like, no, yeah, I'm not doing that this year. Wherever the Blackhawks pick, they pick, and I'm happy with it. Can't wait. I, so I'm just, I'm, I'm looking forward to tracking the progress of players who are going to be here when this team is good again.
1: That's the thing, is, and I'm trying to think. You know, fast forward to next Wednesday when we're at the Fifth Third Arena, actually watching hockey, and while we're gonna, three of us will probably spend the first half of practice just watching number 98 skate around. Probably. Um, there's gonna be a lot to watch, and I think. Not that I know, you can read into this stuff a lot, but we talked about it earlier this week with Boris Kachuk. Like body language is going to matter, like how how intense are these guys going to be, and I think we'll probably get a better feel on the twenty first when the veterans come in. But man, I'm just I'm real excited. I'm real excited for this, and I, I do think Bedard's going to play in one of the two curvers games, from what I understand. It makes sense. Get him out there for a game. No need to play him in both. Um,
0: just figure out which team has fewer pudwacks and put them on that well it's
1: the blues and wild so so.
0: yeah it's a toss-up it's stinky guy or stinky guy or or pudwack (laughs) university or other stinky guy (laughs) um yeah but it's gonna be exciting i you know what you know what else i'm looking forward to this year as far as post-game shows go not cringing after that i have to do a post-game show because the hawks won yeah like those last couple months of the season, if the Hawks won, I dreaded going on the air. Yes, because all we were going to hear is you are screwing it up. I know. You're the oh the tank is over. We're going to draft fifth. I don't want that anymore. That wasn't fun. No, that wasn't fun. That that sucked. This should be fun. Yes. Damn it.
1: Yes, I I agree, and I'm I'm I think it's going to be, and I also think the people that are with us every game are really going to be looking forward to seeing us really dig in on actual hockey analysis. Because last year, again, it was kind of just a it was a waste of time. Yeah. None of it mattered. Why were we going to break down the play of Max Domi? Because
0: we knew he was gone. Or yeah. break down the play of Jujar Kera.
1: It was all about trade return. Trade return, yes. trade return, trade return. Yes,
0: we want these guys to be good so we can get a second-round pick instead of a fourth-round pick. Yes. Now it's like, okay – does this guy fit into the plan going forward? Is this guy making the right is he getting better at faceoffs? Is he getting better defensively? Is he fast enough? Yep, you know, it, it, where you know, is he willing to go between the dots on a regular basis? Things that actually matter, not of like, well, he's only got 10 goals so sh- shoot, we're only going to get a fifth round pick. I mean, yeah, there'll be there'll be trade this year. Yeah. You know, but it's not going to be the big sell-off it's not going to be like the second you perform you're out of here
1: no I mean you, you you probably will see if they're not anywhere close to battling for a playoff spot Felino and Perry potentially move Taylor or, Hall's got another year on yeah. his deal or
0: they may just be for those those two veteran guys like hey you did us a solid by coming here if you don't want to go to a contender and do worry about you know moving your family or being away from your family if you don't want that that's fine.
1: Yeah, same. We don't
0: need the sixth round pick that we're gonna get for you. Right. Well, you could play out the season here, and we'll revisit in July. If you could, you can sign wherever you want, or maybe you come back here if, if there's a spot for you. Yeah. There's no, like, I look at that roster and, and you know, I, I don't see a lot of guys that are like for sure gonna get traded. Last year it was basically like. Yes, all these guys. Are like, this entire roster can and right. should be traded. Right, it is designed to be traded. Yeah, this year, you know, Taylor Hall has another year. They gave Athens CU two years. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the guy that, that I look at, you know, someone want it, they may not even want to go that way, but it's like Connor Murphy. If he stays healthy, is that a guy that a team like last year with Jake McCabe is willing to take on that final year of his contract? Very very reasonable contract by the way like that's one of the best value deals for the player for that player what you get and what you're paying because like with the maple leafs last year with mccabe they took on that extra year because they were they figured hey if i get a guy that's just purely a rental i'm gonna have to go find a guy on free agency anyway so let's get a guy that kills two birds with one stone i don't have to get a defenseman now and i don't have to get one in july So we'll see how that goes. But I don't really see anybody that's like, yeah, that guy's getting traded for sure. I'm sure there are guys out there. You know, Tyler Johnson could be a guy. If he stays healthy and is productive, they may say, hey, you know, we'll retain half of his salary. If he's playing, you know, like he was during stretches when he was healthy last year. Yeah. A playoff team, you know, a Stanley Cup contender could use a Tyler Johnson on the the bottom six. Absolutely.
1: No doubt about that. So
0: it'll be interesting. Uh, our guy uh, Alexander in—that's uh, our Portuguese friend, is that not? It yes. is. Uh, we'll be doing virtual happy hours during the season. Bears did one. Um, that's yeah. We'll we'll be doing stuff like that. I, let's this uh, production meeting on the air. Let's get. We should get one before the season starts.
1: I agree. I think maybe the week, you know, training camp begin, like official training camp, yeah, or maybe the maybe the uh, the Monday
0: night before the regular season starts. When well, we might be on the road, yeah, but, uh, we'll
1: figure. Maybe before the preseason starts, we'll figure something. Yeah, out. We'll, yes. we'll
0: we'll try and get one before the season, and we'll do a couple of those. That that we did one last year was fun, but now that there's more things to talk about, uh, we should yeah. But we'll definitely get some happy hours going. Uh, keep your eyes open we got a lot of stuff going to happen this season. Keep your eyes open for that that Saturday, the home opener, the 21st against Vegas. Yep. Uh, We're trying to get a little pregame meet-and-greet hangout going on. Um, Details on that hopefully coming out soon. And there's going to be multiple takeovers at the United Center. We did one last year in February. uh, That Friday night game against the Coyotes was a ton of fun. Uh, we're going to have at least two of those this At least season. two, yeah, yep. Two for sure, and we'll see how that goes. So one of them is going to be relatively early in the season. So become a diehard
1: now if you're not already, and you'll save money on tickets to those takeovers. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, Greg's going to tell you about our friends at Ray Auto. I'll tell you about Splash Sports, and after that we'll tell you about the Bears tailgate that's happening on Sunday ahead of Bears Packers. Yes, get your ducks in
0: a row, become a diehard, and start saving money, and get your ducks in a row as well. Because it's the grand reopening at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Fox Lake. Flock in September 9th, that's this Saturday, and celebrate our Get Ducked event. Looks like a text message I would send would autocorrect Get <laughs> Ducked event with free prizes and your chance to win $1,000. Who doesn't want free prizes and $1,000? If you don't there's something seriously wrong with you plus during jeep adventure days get employee pricing on all new 2023 jeep gladiator models russell crowe's favorite car the grand reopening <laughs> of ray chrysler dodge jeep and ram and fox lake is only on september 9th that's this saturday but the savings will last all month long so check them out at ray Do- chrysler dodge jeep and ram i always want to get that order mixed up no too
1: you got it you'll get too it Too confusing it's a fresh read And, hey, if you want to, you know, the the Hawks are about to start competing. The Bears are about to start competing. If you want to start competing, join us with our CHGO Weekly Pick X and NFL Survivor Contests at SplashSports.com. Head to SplashSports.com slash CHGO. That link is in our description to sign up. You can deposit cash to get started, and it's just $10 to enter either contest, the Pick X or the NFL Survivor Contest, the CHGO Weekly NFL Pick X Contest, uh, the more who enter, the larger the prize for both contests. We'll be running weekly contests all year, so be sure to keep that link handy. That is SplashSports.com slash CHGO. And if you want to run your own contest, and you're tired of being the commissioner on leagues, chasing people around for money, with none of the reward, you can sign up to be a commissioner right through our link. Earn money for the contest you're already running with friends and family. Head to SplashSports.com slash CHGO to, to join in. We'll have different contests coming out so we're stoked to compete with and against all of you. Be sure to click our link in the description. Again, that is C- SplashSports.com slash CHGO. And if you want to join us at our Bears tailgate on Sunday, allCHGO.com, navigate over to our events page. Diehards, as always, you will save on the event. It is located at the corner of Wabash and Surmac. It is the official CHGO Bears fan event and tailgate. Come bear down with us before the game Every tailgate ticket includes multiple beer options from Goose Island and all-you-can-eat food from Firewater Barbecue. Our all-inclusive tailgate experience gets you access to the biggest and best party in the Windy City. It's going to be awesome. It's a 25-minute walk, but we'll have multiple shuttles, uh, and there's also that Ped Bridge right there by Soldier Field, so we're going to get you to the game. Also, important thing to know for our tailgates, you don't need a ticket to the Bears game to come to the tailgate. You need a ticket to the tailgate to come to the tailgate, but not a ticket to the game. So come hang out, and then if you want to take off before the game starts or head out and find a place to watch the game, go for it. But you don't need a Bears ticket to get to our Bears tailgates. Just go to allchgo.com, go to that events page for all the information on all of our great Bears tailgates happening this year. Should be a really exciting year for the Bears. I cannot wait for Sunday, man. I'm going to be so locked and loaded. I'm excited for tonight's football game. I'm excited for Sunday's football games. It kind of sucks we have to wait until 3.15 for the Bears and Packers.
0: It does, but at least we get to spend that pregame time with our fellow CHGO true comrades and, and diehards. Um, should be good.
1: And we could see how much beer we already have for right behind us here. Oh, those are empty.
0: That's just for Jay. Yeah, I
1: just took those down before the show.
0: That's that's just for Jay. I thought you were slurring a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, a
1: little bit. More than usual. That's
0: just like a small percentage of the beer that's going to be joining us (laughs) at the Tailgate party. Thanks to Goose Island for all that fun stuff. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm planning on going to the Tailgate. Should be fun. It's going to be a nice, comfortable day out. And I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of our uh, CHGO listeners and fans and hanging out and enjoying some barbecue and... I'll bring some of my own fake beer, and we'll have a good time. And, and yeah. hopefully uh, we're all rewarded with a Bears victory, my friend, around 6.30 p.m.
1: I was listening to CHGO Bears the other day, and, and Braggs was talking about how if they lose, he's just going to be inconsolable. I, it feels like a game they have to win. It would be a very
0: giant kick in the ball yeah. if they lose that game. Like, if Jordan Love goes out there and just oh God, has I can't. a crazy game, if he's good, and, be and so the pissed. Bears lose, it's going to be maybe one of the biggest disappointing opening games ever. If he's good. There's so much excitement to this year, and we're, the Packers are finally supposed to be bad, yeah. and the Bears are finally supposed to be good. And if we get another one of those BS you know, Hail Mary plays at the end of the game and the Bears lose. It's just going to be like, here we go again. This is all crap. I can't believe I fooled myself into thinking this team, you know. They're every year good. I tell myself, don't get excited. Don't get excited. But it's usually around this point of the, of the fall where I'm like, oh, my God. The Bears are actually going to be good this year. And then by October, I'm like, I can't believe I fell for it again. Well, the good Not news is.
1: Adam Hogue predicted 11 wins. 10. Ten, I'm sorry, Otherwise. you're right. You look at the schedule; it's very possible. But the problem with the NFL is every year, teams are great out of nowhere and teams suck out of nowhere. Right. So it's really hard to, to judge your schedule. But you're right. If what we believe to be true, looking at the schedule right now, is true, they it's could start six possible. and one. I mean, it's very yeah. You start yeah.
0: six and one. You know, you you can. You're you're sitting pretty.
1: Yeah. Alton, Alton V. here brings up a great point, too. Christian Watson didn't practice days with a hamstring injury. Romeo Dobbs, yeah, he was limited. It might be without their are top those, two wide those receivers. Are those football players on yeah, the Packers? They are scared of receivers. the Bears, my Those friend. are their top two receivers?
0: Yeah. Well, if those are your top two receivers so, and Jordan Love. That's pretty good are your, yeah. for us. Yeah. All right,
1: well, if Jordan Love is good, here's what needs to happen. If, if you seen to the departed. How Frank Costello from a young age groomed someone to become a cop, to get infiltrated into the police station to figure out exactly how the cops are operating and tip him off to everything. The Bears need to groom someone to work their way up in the Packers organization and find out the quarterbacks they're identifying and just draft all of them. Or maybe. Because I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of it, man. I can't do it again. Maybe that's Jordan Love. Maybe. If if it's another fifteen years of all pro level it can't goat There's level no quarterback play, I am going to set the world on fire. There's just know what's way. already on they've fire. They've already had sorry.
0: they've already like they got back to back guys like that. That never happens. Yeah. <sighs> Welcome to
1: Football mediocrity, Green Bay. See <laughs> how m- this is called this is Bears Trauma. Where does Trauma? We're just traumatized from getting our asses kicked. For I'm looking forward years. to
0: seeing what happens to all these Chicago, Illinois people that I've always been a Packer fan for the last twenty five years. What happens when the Packers are three and fourteen and the Bears are fourteen and three? How many of those are jumping back over the Bears side? Yeah, I
1: know. Yeah. Being a fan is keep not, those receipts, Bears. Your fans. fandom is not valuable without suffering. No. All right, got some super chats and we'll get back to the hockey. Sorry. Okay. Bear Forever 14, 2 dollars says bear down Hawks fans, whack the pack, FGB. I think you can figure out what that means. Uh, That means fuck Greg Braggs. It's kind of mean. Uh, Nate with a $10 super chat. I need some good recs on a place to stay in Nashville close to the arena. Oh, God. Good luck. I convinced my better half to go there and see Bedard. Help me out, people.
0: Well, all right. There's like three or four hotels like literally right by the bridge. Get a hotel. Uh, The Sheridan is where the Hawks usually stay. I've stayed there. It's nice. That's where I uh, rode an elevator with Suge Knight once. Uh, Scariest 43 seconds of my life. (laughs) Don't make eye contact. Don't make
1: eye contact. Look Um, at the phone. Look at the phone.
0: Yeah. Uh, But that's where, I mean, that's the team hotel too, so your chances of maybe running into some players goes up. Uh, It's going to be pricey, uh, but there's a ton of Airbnbs in Nashville now. That's more your space. Um, The
1: place we stay wasn't bad. It's probably more than he needs, though.
0: Yeah, but I'm sure you could find, you know, you don't need to be that close. If you don't mind being further away from the arena, downtown Nashville is like Chicago as far as like Ubers and Lyft. It's also drivable if
1: you're not drinking. Right. Yeah.
0: But uh, if you want to party and you want to experience the Broadway scene, I recommend getting one of those hotels right there, paying a little extra, and then you could walk to everything. You don't need anything. But if you want an Airbnb, Ubers and Lyfts are readily available. Uh, it's like Chicago. You yeah. pick up your phone a car is there in three minutes.
1: And if you're looking for good country music, you want to go to Roberts. Yes. This is on the strip. You want to go to Roberts. You want to go to Layla's. You want to go to the wheel. Yes. Everywhere else you're going to hear. Well, the wheel's gone. Bro, what's the place we were at in Nashville last time? Uh, oh, Tootsie's we were at a lot. Tootsie's, yeah. Well, that's where you're going to find all the NHL yeah, people. That's because we wanted to find. What was the place that smelled like leather? Stagecoach. Stagecoach, yes. Stagecoach. Stage right, Casey? Was that it? Stagecoach. Okay. Yeah, the stage coach. Not the wheel. Stagecoach. Yeah.
0: Legends is pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, don't... Here's my advice. If the bar has a famous musician's name on it, yeah. don't go in it. Yeah, that's There's probably good. better word. options. Yeah. So if it has a country music star's name on it, Walk to the next like place. Kid Rock or <laughs> or Alan Jack or whoever's got play. Does yeah. Luke, Luke Bryant. I don't even know. Who Roberts, guys Layla,
1: Stagecoach are good. You know, and they're all like right there. You don't need to move. You don't need to stray far at all. Right. But look for Luke Richardson they down all, in a beer. They, they, the, all, uh, they all serve the same
0: crappy beer. So you're not missing out on it.
1: All right. One more super chat from our buddy. Uh, Alexander says uh, thank- he just said we deserve a super chat. I agree. Thank you, Alexander. We love you. All right. Let's get to uh, the topic of the day here. And we've been meaning to get to this for a while. So the Champions League in Europe, and if you don't know what the Champions League is, it's basically all the best European clubs get together for a tournament. It's like Champions League soccer, right? Right. A bunch of leagues get together, put their best teams together, and they have a tournament. So they introduced a trio of new rules. And what we're going to do here is we're going to go through them one by one, and we're going to talk about what we think of them. So the first one is minor penalties are handled the same way as a major penalty meaning if you get called for a minor penalty and you get scored on the penalty's not over a 2 minute penalty is a 2 minute penalty regardless of how many goals you give up how do you feel about this one
0: i like it that's it used to be that way yeah. in the nhl it used to be that and uh overtime wasn't sudden death for until 1983 you could score as many or no 83 they brought it, up, but early in the nhl uh overtime was 10 minutes and you could score as many times as you want. Um but I like that. Give them the full 2 minutes cuz it literally penalizes you more. <laughs> like yeah. it's going to make you think twice about slashing a guy's hand, you know, especially if you're playing a team like you know, last year's uh Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. Or hopefully this year Chicago
1: Blackhawks. Yeah, you take a penalty on the Oilers, you're getting scored on thrice. Right. So <laughs> you're gonna
0: think twice about sticking your, your stick blade in somebody's skates because you're like, Well, if I do this and I get caught, Connor McDavid's gonna score a hat trick in forty three seconds yeah. on us, and I don't think that's good for business. I like it. I don't think the NHL would do that, but it's gonna bring more offense. It, it's gonna, you know, take some take away some of those cheap penalties, maybe. Um and it's definitely going to make it would make a market like it would make those guys that are like really good penalty killers worth more. That's true on the free agent market. So like those type of guys probably really want that because that would be like hey, I'm more important now because if I'm really good at this, I could kill off your whole 2 minute penalty yeah. and not give up any goals. So uh, it would definitely have like a trickle down effect on rosters cuz you're going to need at least one more of those pk specialists
1: yeah i agree i, I this one is the one i'm more i'm of the three i'm kind of like eh i could take it either way uh, i the, i think the ultimate goal of all of these is to increase offense which is a good thing for the game obviously scoring goals is what makes hockey fun um and especially is we it seems like we're sort of on a fast track to the end of fighting um They're going to want to sell more goals. I don't think those things are congruent, but they probably do. Um, That one is the one I could sort of take or leave. So that's the first one. The second one is serving delayed penalties. A minor penalty will be served even if a goal is scored while a delayed penalty is pending. So the way it is now is you take a penalty, the referee's hand goes up, and until you touch the puck, the play's not blown dead. If that team scores during the delay, you still have to serve the two minutes. This one I like. Yeah, I'm down for that, too. Because you, you pull the goalie, because you know as soon as the opponent touches the puck, they're in the box. If you can take advantage of that moment and score on it. And then get the power play. And then still get a power play, I like that a lot.
0: Because yeah, how often does that happen? Not that Very often. Very rare. Not that often. Because usually a penalty is called, and then the whistle is blown within the next ten the twelve seconds, so you really don't even have enough time to get a guy out there and set anything up. Sometimes you do, but this would
1: change. I think this would change that too, because I think a lot of times you see teams that are just like, just give the puck up.
0: Yeah, take it. Get, get the fresh. Now they're like, hey, let's try and score.
1: And in the same deal too, like if if it's maybe you're already on the power play and another delay penalty happens, and you score, and you still get to go into five on three, because
0: yeah, then you can go six on four, pull the goalie, and just take your sweet. Ass time, and even if that penalty expires, you know you're getting another full another two full minutes.
1: two. Yep, uh, I, like I it. It, this one really changes the game. Even if the goal is not scored with the delay, it's going to change the way teams approach that their strategy during a delayed penalty.
0: Yeah, because yeah, I, like as you said, sometimes they'll give it the plug if if your fourth line is out there, you'll give up the puck so you could get the whistle and get your top power play unit out. right. Now you may be like. Let's just do a full line change, yep. get our top power play unit out there now and see what happens.
1: Yeah. Why not? I mean, how many times have we seen power plays begin with a face-off win and the, it's 90 seconds before the other team touches the puck? So, yeah, I, I think it totally changes the strategy. And that, 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 I think, to me, is what I think is is entertaining is how are teams going to adapt to these? Uh, Zach says, I could see this getting gimmicky. Way too much momentum if a team has a two-minute possession and then they get a power play, pulled goalie. I don't know. But see, that you got to you got to remember, though, that just like in the NFL and just like in baseball, everything is being designed to increase offense. And pretty much everywhere it's been done, it's worked to the success and the popularity of the game. And as a NFL purist, I think that a cornerback or safety should be able to take a couple liberties with the receiver now and again. The league disagrees. The rules say pretty much no. If you touch them, it's a penalty. But you can't argue with the results. It has worked. Right. Um, JD says all these rules are stupid. The ultimate punishment for committing a penalty is giving up a goal. It should not be giving up unlimited goals. I could see what you're saying. But it also, I think, will make teams play a little more honest, not cut corners, not hook, not shut down things that are going on. Again, I think that would happen like pretty rarely. Yeah, like it's not going to completely manipulate the game but I just think it's gonna make teams less willing to take penalties because it's a bigger risk I don't know I it's I, I, I think what's cool about the CHL doing this is you get to see how it works yeah and research it's just like when, when major League Baseball implemented their new rules into minors and said okay how is this working is the pitch clock making games shorter yes it is are the bigger bases leading to more steals yes they are okay. So these things work. Let's do it. These are perfect testing grounds to see if the NHL, and maybe international, like Olympic games, are going are gonna to pick up on these rules too.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think either of us are like pounding the desk saying we need to have the, no. the NHL. But it would be fun if it happened. I don't see any of this happening in the NHL, at least not anytime soon. Um, you know, Zach also says the refs are just going to fear calling penalties, especially in the playoffs. That already happens in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Like, spe- like, that always happens, I should say, that already happens after Game 2 of a playoff series. seems like the first two games of a playoff series, you get a ton of penalties called, and then by Game 4, it's like they don't even have whistles out there.
1: Yeah. Um, but Which I kind of disagree with. Yeah, if it's a penalty in penalty. October,
0: penalty. it should be a penalty in June.
1: Um, JD says, I don't think the NHL would be more popular if the average final score was 8-7. I don't... I don't... I don't know the answer, if it would be more popular or not. I mean,
0: it was pretty popular in the 80s when the the scores were 8-7. Yeah,
1: I just don't know if it's going to make that huge of a difference. No. You're looking at maybe a goal per game tops maybe with all three of these rule changes. We'll get to the third one here in a minute.
0: Yeah, I mean, it would increase the offense, but I don't think it's going to make it go that crazy, that bonkers. But you never know. Um, But I think an increase in offense will definitely bring in more... Casual fans will definitely bring in more uh, advertising revenue. You know, if you've got ex- more exciting games going on for the casual fan, the casual advertiser is going to want to throw some more money at you. Yeah, like not everything. We talked about pet peeves in hockey yesterday. Yeah, one of my pet peeves about hockey is not the game itself, but just the culture. Is like, it's just like hockey fans are so die hard but so like protective like we can't have outsiders like our sport bullshit more people that like your sport means more money's coming in and maybe you don't have to have an 87 million dollar well, okay. salary maybe you don't have to have a salary cap at all
1: also in the in the in the era of social media and instant reaction to everything is gore gore, <laughs> gore scoring <laughs> see the goose island a goal scoring uh is what's going to show up on these TikToks and Instagrams and and all these things it's you're going to see Austin hooks. Matthews and Connor Bedard and Connor McDavid you know rip through a defense and score a sweet goal like oh if you're seeing different highlights that every night from different teams it might get people interested and it's really hard to measure that like is that going to turn you know Joe Blow non-hockey fan i always think of uh Is it Tony X, the the guy who discovered the Blues during the playoffs and just became like a hockey fanatic? That's atypical. But if you can just get more people noticing the game, that means that on a random Tuesday, if the Capitals and Panthers are playing on ESPN, a few more people are willing to sit down and watch that, and then hopefully over time that grows and grows and grows. Like, I don't think there's a downside to increasing offense as long as it doesn't become comical. That's why I've always been against bigger nets. I think bigger nets is a is a bad idea. No one's really talking about it, thankfully. Right. Because um, then you have to do like the pre-big net, the post-big net era, and that whole thing comes into it, and it complicates things. Yeah.
0: No. Don't turn it into a video game
1: on rookie mode. But right.
0: There's nothing wrong with a little more excitement. You know,
1: when you give me five four over three two any day.
0: Yeah. I like I like excitement. I yeah. like I like goals. Goals are fun. Goals are what you go for. Goal when you're a fan sitting in the stands, you want your team to score as many as possible because it's fun. That's why it's to, called a goal. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it cuz it it's fun to jump up and give your buddies high five and sing along to the goal song. That's fun. Yeah. I like to do that 6 times a game if possible, not just once. Yeah. Like it's so, you know, when you when you go on, you know, in this day and age with the young kids, they want it, they want everything in in 5 second, 10 second small doses. So what do you see like on TikTok and all that stuff with you know the M- with basketball, the NBA, it's slam dunks. Right. It's it's great quick little plays. The NFL, what do you, what what are the highlights you see? The touchdowns.
1: Touchdowns, one-handed catches touchdowns, that sort of stuff. The crazy yeah.
0: plays, yeah. the turnovers. So more of those little highlight real type plays is good for the league.
1: Uh, JD chimes in again saying, I like the idea of opening the game up but not creating gimmicks to manufacture more goals. I think there's a difference there. I see what you're saying. Um, but I do think that these are at least still in the style of the game and the spirit of the game as it is already. Again, I think you're looking at maybe a, I'd, if they were to, and I'm sure the CHL will study this, what difference it made. Yeah. Is it a goal per game different? Is it half a goal per game different? I don't think it's going to, it's not going to suddenly be like, here's a reference for the olds like rock and jock. Where yeah. there's a spot on the field that's a 10-pointer a basketball shot.
0: Yeah, it's gonna. It's not going to make every game 11 to 10.
1: Right, exactly. All right, here's the third one, and this one I think I like the most. A shorthanded goal erases the current minor penalty. So if your team is shorthanded and you score, that power play is over for the other team. I like that a lot. That's my favorite of the three,
0: and that's one that I think realistically can get put in the NHL. Um we're already seeing teams like we're all, we've seen over the last couple of years how the pKs are trending to be more aggressive teams are trying to score yeah. shorthanded goals catch teams napping putting that speedy skill guy out there on a penalty kill that can get a breakaway going the other way because the defense because a you only have one defenseman out there and if he pinches in you know oh look look at Dylan Larkin D- Dylan Larkin yeah man. Uh, kills penalties in Detroit. Alex DeBrincat, you know, killed penalties here for the Blackhawks. I am willing to bet a large sum of money that it not right away, but some point this year. You know who's going to be on the PK a lot for the Blackhawks? Connor Bedard. Because you get counter you give Connor Bedard some space, and he's going to kill you. So I like that rule. It gives puts a little more pressure on the on the power play to, to, unit to like. Make sure you're back checking. Make sure you're you're responsible out there. I like that because it it penalizes. You know, you, okay, you were given a reward. You piddled that reward down <laughs> your leg. You no longer get benefit of said yeah, reward.
1: Exactly. Well, yeah. I, I, and I think it it encourages the defending team to be a little more aggressive, which brings us to something Chris Dubiel said in the chat that he would like to eliminate icing. Or add icing on the penalty kill. So if you're the penalty kill team and you ice the puck, you're called for icing. Now, if, I think mm. if you were to adopt this third rule where a shorty kill is a power play, you might have to add that in because then you could prevent against a team just shooting Watching it down the it ice down and then have on the guy one guy there. stand at the other yeah. blue line and go get it.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, that makes sense. Eliminate the icing if the shorthanded goal takes away the penalty. But I'm not in favor of eliminating icing on a penalty kill, without that. Right, I agree. I mean that's.
1: You got to change lines. Yeah, you
0: you can't have a guy. You can't have four guys out there for two minutes. You just that's just. Yeah, the icing. I, I don't have a problem with that on a PK. But again, if they change the rule where the short-handed goal take, then yes, take away the icing option. Um, somebody in the chat said they should get rid of. Uh, Offsides, no, <laughs> <laughs> like NHL, 94. that's gonna make it gimmicky because you're gonna have one guy just standing in front of the net the whole time. Like, could you imagine Patrick Kane with no offsides? Oh my god, we thought he lollygagged it back to the defensive <laughs> zone before. You know, you're gonna have guys that never go into the defensive zone, Ever yeah, he'd just be standing on the crease. Yeah, I'm yeah. just gonna stand, I'm gonna just sit on the goalie until the like, no. I don't like that. Yeah. I'm fine with giving up, getting rid of offside replays, but not the rule itself. Because otherwise yeah. you're going to have guys standing below to face off dot at all times. And that, that to me, becomes gimmicky.
1: I agree with that. I, I'm really interested to see how these play out uh, during the course of uh, this tournament, which has already begun, actually. Uh, I know that some of the games are on NHL Network. i got to check to see the schedule. I, I'll be looking forward to – if I can find, I'll DVR some and watch some of these games to see if it makes a big difference in strategy. And I don't think like probably right away, you won't see the CHL teams really playing differently because I think it will take a handful of games or maybe even a full season to kind of get used to the differences and to figure out like, okay, strategically, what do we need to change here now because of these new rules? But I'm going to rank, like let's rank these in order of uh, how much we like them. Number one, for me is the shorty races a a power play. I agree. That's my favorite one. Uh two scoring on a delayed penalty, uh you still get the power play. That I I am basically going 3-2-1 in I terms of my favorites. I think I am the same. Yeah, cuz I, I I think the first one where uh you you get scored on on a power play and you you don't the power play doesn't go away. I mean, I get why, but I feel like I don't know. I feel like the punishment's already been served.
0: Yeah, and, like, I guess, like, if some guy takes a liberty and, like, deliberately elbows your star player, I don't have a problem scoring three goals. But giving up three goals because your defenseman accidentally shot the puck over the glass and gets to delay a game, that seems yeah. a little severe. that's a good point. So, like, it, like some penalties, you're fine with – Allowing them to score as many t- other penalties, right. you're like, well, it's a dumb rule anyway that probably shouldn't have been a penalty in the first <laughs> place.
1: So now you're really getting screwed. And then you could, then you get in a situation where you have like different, different levels of minor yeah, penalty. No, and-
0: it, 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 it seems like that is a slippery slope to making things very convoluted. And there are
1: certain things that are already in that department. Yeah, uh, definitely. All right, we're gonna uh, come up with on the other side of the break. Uh, we've talked about this before, but uh, you got one aside from these? A rule change you'd like to make? I know I have one, even if it's like a "Eh, think about it. Yeah, well, I tell you about our friends at Sunnyside, your home for judgment free cannabis shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high quality products. Sunnyside has everything you need to elevate your football season, no matter where you are in your cannabis journey they will help you out uh I talk about this a lot because I was like that where I had smoked marijuana before but wasn't really sure how the whole dispensary thing was going to be and I didn't know what I wanted I didn't know what I was shopping for I didn't want to sound stupid I didn't want to feel like I was behind the eight ball and go in there and make a dork of myself and I think the longer dispensaries have been open that feeling is probably growing for a lot of people with Sunnyside don't feel that way i walked in and i was immediately greeted and said hey can we help you out with anything fortunately that day i was just picking up an order so i didn't need a lot of time but i saw them helping people out there was an old lady in there saying i'm just you know my back hurts all the time what can i do and they gave her a balm like there's there's so much stuff at at sunnyside that's not even to make you feel elevated or whatever it's to help you feel pain-free it's to help you sleep it's to help you with whatever you need so go check out Sunnyside and they will help you out on your cannabis journey they've got their Sunnyside rewards program which is awesome and easy and transparent it is illinois's favorite dispensary and check out some of my favorite brands the mindy's uh, they're the best tasting gummies and chocolate edibles created by james beard award-winning chef mindy siegel and cresco labs i love their blackberry uh edibles they're absolutely wonderful Uh, And my favorite brand is the Good News with the gummies and the rechargeable vape pens and cartridges. I take the Counting Sheep gummies uh, and vapes uh, every night. I actually ran out, uh, so I went a couple days without them this week, slept like crap, got some more, and hey, I slept through the night last night. Funny how that works. Stuff is wonderful. I've never been a good sleeper until I started taking the Counting Sheep uh, from Good News. It is wonderful cresco high supply Floracal, some of the other brands as long as as well as wonder and remedy through october 15th head to sunnyside.shop and use that code chgo25 at checkout for 25 percent off your total order one use per customer it's not stackable with other promos but it's not only for new customers anyone can use that code pick up everything you need to elevate your summer must be 21 plus or an illinois med card holder that is sunnyside.shop code chgo25 all right, well, I saw earlier, early in the chat, when we were talking about the,
0: the Curvers Classic, somebody had uh, commented that their girlfriend got him tickets. They're going to go up to Minnesota to watch those games. There we go. It was Ryan. So, Ryan, I want you and your lovely girlfriend, who is obviously the best girlfriend in the world, uh, do us a favor. When you're road tripping up to Minnesota, yeah. I'm assuming you're coming from Chicago or wherever, I want you to stop at a circle K. Because we are so excited to partner with Circle K. And when you go to Circle K, you're going to get the best coffee, beer, and snack selection, along with their premium gas. Plus, you're going to be able to look out for freebies and giveaways down the road. You're going to be able to pick up your favorite road trip snacks. Maybe you, you want some combos. That's my go-to snack combo's on a road great. trip. Get a Mountain Dew or, or or coffee. Or maybe maybe you're a sweets person. You want the those peanut butter Twix that are Freaking amazing. Have you had the
1: Reese's Animal Crackers yet? No. Dude. I'm in. Peanut butter. Get those. Okay. Yes.
0: Oh, well, next time I'm in Circle K, that's the first thing I'm going to look for. Do it. Oh, all right. So Ryan says he's in Minneapolis, <laughs> but you still probably have to drive. So if you see a Circle K between your home <laughs> and wherever the hell the Comcurvers Classic is, please stop in because you're going to get the best deal you've ever gotten. You're going to get your go-to pickups, and they got locations all over the place everywhere so thanks for Circle K for sponsoring CHGO and those of you in the Chicagoland area use them for your go-to for your the fuel up not only your cars but your bodies as well Circle K to pick up all your favorite
1: finds including delicious frosty Goose Island beer CHGO is supported by our friends at Goose Island Beer Company Chicago's beer since 1988 and CHGO's beer since 2022 it's not October, but it's Oktoberfest time. Oktoberfest is in September. That's true. Yes. Well, the beer's out now. It means
0: the end of the, har- the harvest. That's what Oktoberfest is traditionally. It has oh, nothing see? to do
1: with the month. The more you know, graphic yes. appears I overhead. That
0: from my German heritage.
1: Good job with that, Stephen. Um, Oktoberfest, the beer hug family. The 312 wheat ale, that's the go-to. That's like the flagship, the 312. It's never a bad time for a 312, Ever. Unless you're driving, uh, and the right full down. pocket pills. That's the everyday beer. That's what the Goose Island brewers are drinking. Uh, my favorite Goose Island beer. I just said it is the three one two. I love it. The Green Line is great too. Just an awesome, awesome Chicago brand. Been here since '88, and they support us, so you should support them. Grab an ultra fresh brewery exclusive beer at Goose Island's original brew house on Clybourne and Lincoln Park, or from their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. Goose Island Beer Company. Chicago's beer, my friends. And I love we got Bears fans in the super chat. Hey. <laughs> Five bucks from Bear Forever. He wants our Bears Packers prediction. My prediction? Pain. That's not a final score. Damn it. All right. Uh, Bears 24, Packers 20. Ooh, close one. They'll add a late garbage field goal. Uh, I'm going to say
0: Bears 27. Packers nineteen. All right. See a lot of field goals for the Packers. Not many touchdowns.
1: I hope you're right, and I hope Jordan Love sucks. Yes. I hope he is. Rex Trubisky. I hope he's. H- I hope he's worse than that. I hope he's I Cade. Hope, I hope he's Jordan Burrs. <laughs> he's Henry Cade Love. Moreno. Yeah. Not Moreno. Moreno. Remember Moses Moreno, Steven? Probably not. No. Good old number four. He, I hope he's uh, Steve Glennon. <laughs> Steve Glenn.
0: Shane. He was number four. I have an yeah, illness, dude. I was mad that Moses Moreno got number four because I love Jim Harbaugh, so I was pissed that they gave him Jim Harbaugh's number.
1: There's something wrong with me. Yes. That he... I know Moses Moreno's number off the top of my head.
0: I could probably name the numbers of almost all those
1: awful quarterbacks. Oh, boy. Just
0: throw a name out there. I bet you I
1: remember Jonathan Quinn. Uh, 12? 13? 10. 10? Let's see. Let's quiz each other. Give me one. All right. Uh, Henry Burris was 10. I know that. Yes. He so was 12. Was 12. All right. Yeah. Good
0: for you. Uh, what was Steve Stentrum's number? Eight? I think he was 18. I was good with the Bears. I'm embarrassed. 18? You're right. Yeah. See, I know my Bears' shitty quarterback numbers. All right.
1: You're good. I don't know that that's something to be proud of. No, it's not. But uh, I know them. <laughs> I know them. Well,. Uh, the girls are, are we doing it two days in a row of uh, modeling on the model show? got to model them. I mean, we're talking bears. Let's get the Cubs. We've Where got are these Emma from? These
0: are, these are from our friends at Oh, Polko. they're from Foco. <laughs> look at these. These are awesome. Sarah and Emily
1: and the Cubs. Overalls. Overall. Emily? Emily?
0: I said Emily, didn't I? Oh, Emma. Epic fail. You I know not, you. You did not slay mm-hmm. that name, Jay. I was trying to get
1: <laughs> to, <laughs> to a slay reference and I, I overthought it.
0: Look at that. All of our sponsors <laughs> coming together. Our ratings are shooting through the roof right now.
1: This needs to be every show.
0: Yeah, just stay there for the next eight minutes. Hold that pose, please, ladies. Much Thank better, you. much all better right.
1: with Emma and Sarah involved. Yes, super sort of sweet.
0: Head over to Foco if you're a big Cub fan and get those uh, overalls. <laughs> paint are those like painter thingies? That's what they look like? Yes, get those for the playoffs because uh, those are happening.
1: Emma is my uh, is my youth. Uh, what do you call it? She uh, gives me all the information on how kids speak now, so I can talk to my daughter. Very helpful. Eight left no crumbs. She always says "sleigh," So I, I'll say, like, what should I text my daughter to freak her out? And she'll give me a whole script. It's great. She's hey, but, my youth liaison. Emma
0: and Casey have been teaching us about girl lunches this hey, week. Girl lunch, yes. Yeah, so uh, we're, we're, we're becoming well-rounded individuals here.
1: Well. I mean, I'm already wound. We're pretty but, well-rounded. But mentally. All right, so the one rule change, I've talked about this before, that I would make before we wrap up, is I think that if you're down a goal and you have power play time left, the game can't end. So let's say it's, you're down 2-1, and the other team takes a penalty at 19 minutes. You should be able to finish the two-minute penalty before the game ends. And even if, it, if you carry it in overtime or just make the third period 21 minutes or whatever, like it's almost like injury time in soccer. Yeah, extra time. I think that'd be cool. They'll is never it, do it because it, it's too complicated. Is it but. only
0: one goal, or is it if you're just losing, period?
1: Well, I think you got to be within striking distance okay, of, the, of tying, or yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, I like that. That'd be kind of fun. Um, I mean, you do get that when, if it happens late in a tie game, that the penalty carries over into overtime. Right. But I, right. I agree, yeah, because then that would prevent a guy from just tackling someone in front of the crease with like seven seconds to go. And
1: you can even do a game, even if you're in overtime, overtime can't end until a power play is done. So yeah. If, if you got power play time and the game's in, in, you know the outcome is in question, you should get the whole power play.
0: I agree. I like that. Uh, I always thought it would be fun for uh, if a goalie takes a penalty, he has to serve it. <laughs> uh, like they don't have an empty net, but the backup has to come. Backup in has to come in for the penalty. That kill. makes it
1: a lot more intense.
0: Yeah, I mean that doesn't. Goalies don't take penalties a lot. No. So it's not like it's a problem. Oh, we got to squash these asshole goalies out there. I mean, there's only one that follows that category. (laughs) He plays in St. Louis. Um, But there's not like, so it's not like something that needs to be done. But I always thought it was fun. Like, oh, goalie could just be a complete jerk and like hack some dude as he goes by the crease. and He doesn't have to serve the penalty some poor schmuck that was just standing there yeah. doing nothing has to go right. to the penalty box. I always thought poor Dylan f- Strom. Yeah. Oh, always <laughs> yeah. Uh, as always, and- a- Andreas Anthony, Cier Yeah. That does that now. You'll never um, be
1: on the penalty kill, yeah. get in the box. So,
0: yeah. uh, I always thought the goalie should go. And then you, the, the go, the backup should have to come in and like stretch out and say, your starting goalie gets hurt and your backup's already in there and he takes a the penalty. Then you get the empty net situation.
1: Yes. <laughs> I am just uh, bring me chaos. I'm a fan of Chaos. Chaos is entertaining, and uh, that would be chaos. Either of those scenarios would create chaos, and I'm down for it. All right. uh, We are back tomorrow, 2 o'clock. Here's a little bit of a heads up. As training camp begins next week, starting Monday, we're going to be at 2.30 every day. We want to make sure we have enough time to get from 5th, 3rd, to here, make sure we've got the coach interviews and everything we need to get to, guys. Um, Monday will be Mailbag Monday. Don't worry about that. We'll tell you about it tomorrow. Tuesday special show TBA, uh, and then Wednesday the puck hits the ice and we're there. So
0: updates from prospect uh, practice. Yep, we're getting there.
1: And um, by the way, uh, Chris Dubo, Chad Hutchinson wore number
0: nine with the Bears. Yes, it's number nine. Um.
1: um, we talked about this uh, via text today. Should we do it? Your so idea for tomorrow's show? Which one? Building the all '90s uh, Hawks lineup. Yeah no are we doing this in a draft style no I
0: think we should do a,
1: a, a collaborative uh, effort and okay and we release
0: a full three forward or uh, four forward lines three defensive pairs
1: and two goalies all right now as we discuss this are we gonna have like special checking lines and do we want to have traditional fourth lines or are we just trying to build the best team we can <sighs> see because I think it gets interesting to I say think we
0: should do it as if like we want to build like a night a, knight, a a hockey lineup that makes sense. I love it. So, like, a fourth line, like, not just the best 10 goal scorers. No, we want to get that PK specialist yeah. or that the the goon to protect your guys. So, I think the only stipulation was they had to have played one full season between 1990 and 1999 with the Blackhawks. That's I like how that. you qualify. Yes. And you and I can come up with three lines. I mean, we don't have to do it ahead of time. We could just brainstorm and do it right here, and at the end of the show, we – come up with like our best idea. lineup
1: all right i mean I, like
0: I think that's a fun idea not to exclude mario but mario didn't watch it you know he was a, just a little guy yeah in the 90s yeah we're old farts who yeah. who were teenagers during all that so i think that'll be fun we that'll have, be fun the 90s guys every time we bring them up in our chat people are always like want to talk about it so we'll spend tomorrow talking about 90s blackhawks Perfect way to be our last winging it show, <laughs> exactly of the of the off season.
1: That'll be see. i already my gears are already turning. That's great. I'm excited about that. So that'll be Friday's show, and then starting Monday, two thirty every day uh, until further notice, and then the puck drops and we're doing post games and the whole deal. We're gonna be. We found out today for sure. We'll be in Pittsburgh for the season opener, yep. hopefully in Boston for game two. We're trying to work out all those logistics. Send,
0: send more Super Chats just in case. Yes, please. Super
1: <laughs> Chat it up. We would love that. And, hey, become a diehard. There's lots of ways to help out uh, CHGO in the in the free. And cheap way to do it is to smash that like button on your way out and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So Greg and I, back tomorrow with our all-90s Blackhawks lineup. We'll hope you join us at 2 o'clock on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.